The following episode of True Stories Based on Fiction can and will contain explicit language and adult content. Listener discretion is highly advised. To that point, this episode, Chad and I are going to talk about Watchmen. Um, so until then, enjoy the following episode. Mother box. Mother box says. Something to get the story to Alright, ladies and gentlemen, so this is Evan, the third host, and I am back again with another episode of True Stories Based on Fiction, and I'm joined again by frequent co-host Chad. What's going on, bro? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for uh, having me on again. Of course, like you're you're a member of the show, <laughs> of the network. You have a picture Silent on... Silent partner. Silent <laughs> partner. Not always here, but I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Harley Homewood always repping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and like I was saying like before, so like that cheap ass Iron Man helmet down there, that's super trash, mm-hmm. and this little ass <laughs> Captain America shield. I thought they were like the real Hasbro ones, but I found a good deal on them, but they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't that bad, but it needs to be that like, look too terrible. Yeah, it needs to be a lot bigger. It's like a giant frisbee. <laughs> exactly, plastic frisbee. <laughs> Small Captain America shield, but large, large <laughs> a frisbee. <laughs> Of everything though, uh, like they have like one of like the uh, the Captain America shields by Hasbro that is kind of fucked up, like scratched up and shit. Cause like it's a one I think. Uh, when did the shield get fucked up? Like not broken to have. Probably same movie. It was in uh, Civil War, War right? at yeah. the end, yeah. So so, so so they've got that shield that you can buy. Wow. And like 120, and I'll get it one of these days. I'll take that one down. Well, you know, the, the vibranium is really hard to come by. <laughs> right. it, it makes sense. Why. You can't just have anybody just go and buy it. It has to be, you know, like dug up from Wakanda. Wakanda. Then it's got to come over here. Hopefully it's clean. It's not the the, the blood vibranium. <laughs> like the blood where you, people are dying to, to mine little this kids, stuff just to get it to child us. Child soldiers. Yes. Little kids are digging this up and dying, finding pieces of it, swallowing it. Because they could feed their village, <laughs> but now but apparently Wakanda has doesn't have any of that. There's no, it's all the same class, and it's upper class. Upper class. <laughs> There's uh, even the farmers are rich. <laughs> and they have technology, but they kind of touched on that in a Black Panther one. But the fact that Black Panther doesn't help anybody out, even the other African nations. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's better to stay silent. Benign neglects over there, <laughs> but. <laughs> I wonder now that like they own Fox, if they're gonna say that um now if Captain America gets a new shield or the new Captain America, if it's gonna be half by brain and half adamantium like it should be. Yes. Well, we own it now. <laughs> or Disney <laughs> owns it now. <laughs> like how many shields did he have? He made a couple, I think. Yeah. Because I thought they did say maybe it was in maybe Endgame or Infinity War where I thought Tony said his dad made a few of them. Yeah, it obviously explains mm-hmm. having some of these around. Yeah, because uh, this probably quiet. And then I feel like they're gonna do like some retcons anyway, and like make it so like the the mutants were always. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just it was a matter of being. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. That was they're unique. Mm-hmm. So it does make sense that 
you could say that they have always been around. The enhanced. Yeah. But now we're on to mutants because we own <laughs> We own it now. <laughs> Disney owns it. Do you have Kevin Feige? Sharon and Disney? You can say we No. Just a Marvel fan. <laughs> but dude, when he stepped down, apparently the stock pricing went down to where there's somewhat affordable in comparison. <laughs> so we'll price with a pound song. Probably even better now because of the virus. Yes. <laughs> Coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Because nobody's seeing movies in China. <laughs> exactly. So all the stock of uh Disney and and in every company, a, uh, yeah, every company. You know that Dow Jones because of the flu <laughs> that's been around for two hundred years that we've known about. Um, <laughs> the two people that died, yeah, and they were all old as fuck. Yeah, they're like one hundred and twelve. <laughs> they would have died anyway. I know. If I took moderate and misery, honestly, <laughs> it's like sneezing, coughing, respiratory. Oh, it's like the other flus. Thank exactly. You. Thank you. But this is that. This tangent is really going to date this uh, show. I don't know when it's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Maybe we'll be dead by the time we could be out. dead by time. We were wrong. There was four people listening to this, and they got a hand crank electricity <laughs> to listen to it. It's really going to be a pandemic and, there, and an epidemic. Will there be a cloud out there for this to be even listened to? Right. <laughs> we, we have no idea. We were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Forgive us for joking. A what's the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic? I think the pandemic is like the world. I think it's, okay. it's the larger, largest of scales, I think. Gotcha. And an epidemic is more small scale. Yeah. Does the epidemic, does the epi and, and epidemic mean the same thing it means in, in, in an epipen? It may, <laughs> it's supposed to help. <laughs> is that okay? Right. Like, we had the, it was like the same, well, this is kind of worse, but I mean, there was the swine flu that was right. going to kill the world, bird. the avian flu, which yeah. is also known as the bird, bird flu, was going to kill the world. Ebola. Ebola came back for a eat everybody's <laughs> flesh in the world. Mad cow disease. <laughs> Mad cow disease. I mean, all these things were going to destroy us, and now we got to move on to the next thing. Just to ruin my 401k. <laughs> It's all an elaborate plan. It's an elaborate rule. Keep me working the rest of my life. Also, when there's a war or an epidemic or a pandemic, people don't typically change the president. Oh, conspiracy theory out there too. Because many people say that's why Bush got his well, Bush Junior got his second term. Oh, man. He's putting it out there too because he, you know, nine eleven, nine eleven, he caused it. You get them terrorists. Uh, <laughs> Jet fuel doesn't burn steel beams. <laughs> uh, doesn't melt them. Now, mad cow disease is still here, though, because now it's just called E. coli. Yeah, there's like, still bird flu. There's still swine yeah. flu. But I, I, I but like, they needed something else to 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 destroy the markets, you know. But how is mad cow disease, aka E. coli, killing people? Now you just get that on the gate. Oh my stomach! <laughs> the junk that we ate. How is this gonna kill me? Freezers the bag of flaming hot Cheetos <laughs> and the tornado from Seven Eleven that was gonna kill me. <laughs> Not some slightly pink, yeah. Beef. Cook your meat, folks. <laughs> right here, killing one sixty. No, no, I, I think beef is only like one forty five. This chick is like one sixty. Mm-hmm. But we aren't here to talk about Marvel or or any pandemic or epidemics or epipens. We decided to come back together like Voltron. You know, there's only two of us. To, to discuss the show that has been out for a while and finished, and it might not be a second season, which is H- DC slash HBO's Watchmen. The Watchmen, yes. Came out uh, 
October of 2019. Yes. And as we record this, honestly, March 10th of 2020. <laughs> uh, the, the show's been done for a while now, right? Yeah. It's just yes. like January? Uh, if not December. I think there was eight episodes or mm-hmm. nine. Definitely eight. Nine episodes. Nine. It was not, Okay, that's a weird Yep, one. which came out every week, so it actually finished in uh, mid-December. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Of uh, 2019. Really good show. Probably one of the best shows, if not the best show of 2019. Yeah, I think on... When I started thinking about this, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. They're all really good episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I can't think of any that really drug, drags, thinking drug. about that today. I'm like, man, it's hard to remember all the good shows, but that was a really good one. I, the Boys. I yeah. like The Boys from Amazon Prime. Yeah, because Brian, Brian and I had our best of 2019 episode, and I think my TV shows, I think it was Watchmen, uh, The Boys or something else that I came in from. I'm pretty sure that I said so that Watchmen was my, was my absolute favorite mm-hmm. film last year. Probably in my, so like we're bearing the lead here of how we felked about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably my, it was probably my top 20, I'll say, shows of all time for sure. Maybe even in the top 10 of that. But, alright, let's have them like sit down and rankle. One episode I didn't like was Uh-oh. the, uh, Hooded Justice Origin. Really? I did not like that I one. I liked that one. Man, he was a badass. <laughs> he was a badass. I mean, because, okay, uh, I support everyone and love is love and all that jazz, but I felt like because they had hinted in the comic book and in the movie that Hooded Justice was fucking Captain, uh, uh, Captain, uh, Metropolis, I think they Yes. They made that part happen out of nowhere because there was no build uh, up to it. Uh, <laughs> I can see, like, if, if when he's fighting crime, like, he's looking at, like, his coworker, like, ooh. Like that dude, but there was no indication that he had those type of feelings. And out of nowhere, like dude just touched his hand. The next scene, he just he's just blowing his back out. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is jarring. This came out of nowhere. But his build up was really good because uh, if that that uh, that uh, big reveal that the black dude was hood of justice got spoiled for me, but I wasn't mad at it because same thing with uh, Doctor Manhattan, like. Both of the things are spoiled for me, but I like seeing the seeds grow into those plants, though. Mm-hmm. Because uh, although I don't think that the hooded Justin was as good of a seeds as like the Doctor Manhattan seeds I saw, but uh, it, it it was still very interesting because uh, the whole because that was probably episode six or seven. Well, it was towards the end. Um, yes, that was I believe episode. Four. Six. Okay, yeah. Called them ex- that. This extraordinary being. Yeah, and I like how in the first couple of episodes they, kept, they had like a little subplot about Hooded Justice saying like he was a a circus strong man, like like they had that violent ass scene where like he was in that fucking fucking uh convenience store and, and he fucked everybody up. Oh yeah, comes, yeah, that was cool. That was cool because it was like slowed down and he yeah. flying through the window. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely a fighter. There's one scene where he when he stumbles upon the KKK and he just walks into this room and there have to be what, four or five of them. He's yeah. going to take him on by himself. I'm like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> He's crazy. He that. And he wins. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert if you're listening to this for the if you haven't watched the season. <laughs> but you're really late, so it's on you. Yeah. Um, but that he, so, he was gay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did we see him or he was, after that? Well, he, I felt like that his wife was, was pregnant. That's true. That's true. Pregnant. No, no, no. He, he was. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, because he had an ongoing affair with uh, 
Captain Captain Metropolis. Oh yeah, and and Captain <laughs> Captain Metropolis Captain Metropolis was a piece of shit though because him being a gay dude, he he, he made hooded justice wear the uh, white people makeup, and then he hid the fact that uh, he was yeah. gay. And then he went and helped his lover of many years take down the KKK when he called him about it. Like, I need help. He told me you're helping. Like, Ooh, uh, how man. about to come over and yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Captain Fuck. I need your help. I found out the KKK is controlling niggas' minds. Which is amazing. Ooh, yeah. We had him people like Morlock. <laughs> He's not good for business, but he wanted to come over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was cool that yeah he'd do the makeup too, and they, you know, they, if anybody looked through the eyes, they thought it was a white guy. <laughs> <It was> brilliant! <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> like, now, um, and then the noose he's wearing is the noose that almost killed him. Yeah, like, I was like, oh wow! So that like, he wore that as a reminder. And now, as you may know, like we may have spoken about this, um, the creator of Watchmen, Alan Moore, hates. DC Comics, and he hates anyone doing any adaptations of his work. So he had nothing to do with the show. He doesn't acknowledge it or take any money really? from it, which I respect. He takes no money from it. Mm-hmm. He, he lets his artists take he any money. He can't hate it and take the checks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But some motherfuckers do. I hate it, but I'll cast that check. So he doesn't own the property? No. And that's DC part, owns the property. That's part of why he's mad. Yeah. Because he... Because he made a dumb decision. <laughs> he, he, not really. So let's do a little Watchmen <laughs> History for people. He got finessed. He, it was a great finesse because he, he's not that bad of a business person, right? So he said, "I'll I'll make this book for you guys, but uh, the year that you don't um, publish it, it goes back to me. All the rights." But DC Comics has published this shit every, every year, year since then. <laughs> it's the only book they published every year since then. So it's never been out of print. <laughs> Okay, Alan, you got a deal. That's a deal. This is coming out every year. This is the company in it. You have to produce this book every single year. Same cover, same material. This is produced every single year. Volume 302. (laughs) How many prints can one book have? This is like 1980s? 84. 84, yeah. So it's from 85 when they started making like the... uh, the, uh, Trade paperbacks. Mm-hmm. They produced it every year since then, so it probably is really on like thirty something. We're on thirty years <laughs> printings. Wow! But it was a good idea, though. He's like, okay, yeah. What book is, is published every year? Maybe it takes five years, but I'll get it all back. Nope, no, nope. no, no. Not at that time. You would have looked at history and be like, nope. No book is published every year. Every year. So just, Besides the Bible. Yeah, it's like, the Bible <laughs> Watchmen have the most printed of any book ever. <laughs> the Bible and the Quran. If I wanted the Quran, I feel like in America, yeah. nobody even had the Quran until like the 90s. Yeah. Louis <laughs> Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan. Exactly. So, uh, but also, let me point out before we get back to the show, Alan Moore is also a bitch because. The Watchmen characters are not even original characters per se. He wants to take, take the uh, characters from this uh, comic company that DC bought called Charlton. So, like, their character called the Peacemaker, who was uh, the comedian. Um, Blue Beetle was Night Owl. Um, the Question was uh, Rorschach. So, wow. everybody in there had, had an analog that DC owned. But then DC saw how dark the story was going to be, and in fact, he was going to kill off characters. So he said, "You know what? Make your own characters." So really, he could play by ownership, but he wanted to use characters he didn't own anyway. 
Also, his other a popular book, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Gentlemen. That's all public domain characters that he didn't create. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Now, some of his shit he, he did great, but those two especially. Alan Quartermain or whatever. Exactly. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> all, this, all these motherfuckers that he didn't create, but then he whines all the time about all, all this ownership shit. <laughs> but Paul Levitt, who was the publisher of DC until like 2000 something, like 2008. At least he he never greenlit any sequel to the book or, or put them inside like the actual actual um, DC universe. But when he uh, stepped down, I think they made him step down. When Dan the Deal took over, who, who just got fired last mm-hmm. week or two weeks ago, he said, "You know what? Fuck it. We're doing sequels and prequels and putting motherfuckers in the DC universe." <laughs> because like 2013, movies, 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 and movies. Yep, and movies. Yep, because he greenlit the movie. And then he also like 2010, I believe. Because that might have been, yeah. Because I was a Sears still when I came out, so it, it was definitely before 2011. Yeah, it might be yeah, 2009, 2010, somewhere. And then I have like a series of books called Before Watchmen, and then and some were actually really fucking good. But yeah, but Alan Moore didn't take any money from me. He said fuck it. And, but his artist Dave Gibbons, he's kind of a whore, and he'll take all the money and yeah. all the interviews for it. Um, and then... You're only on this world once. Exactly. You're only on this planet once. YOLO. <laughs> and then, um, like two years ago, uh, when DC Comics did their DC Comics Rebirth, which is on that poster thing there, they actually had it to where Dr. Manhattan affected the DC Universe and changed up their continuity. Then they had a storyline called the Doomsday Clock that yes, just ended a yep. while ago, where they fully incorporated... DC heroes and like the Watchmen character was Alan Moore definitely hated, mm. and then it was trash. So there's two sequels to Watchmen: Doomsday Clock and and the show we're talking about on the show today. Wow! And one is trash, and one is probably the best piece of entertainment <laughs> I've seen in a long fucking really time. well show. Wish mm-hmm. there was more episodes. I never really got into Watchmen. I collected comics. Obviously, late <laughs> '80s is when I hit the heyday of it. Uh, but I never got into the Watchmen. I knew who they were. Just never got into it mm-hmm. then, until the Zack Snyder yep. Watchmen, which I think is a fantastic movie. It is, and I, I did you watch the director's? What was the director's cut? So I watched the longer. There's two. There's an <laughs> ultimate cut. There's an ultimate cut, which puts in the cartoon from the um, Black Freighter, I think they call it. Yeah, and I haven't seen that one. I've seen the other one. It's about four hours long, probably. Like <laughs> one's like six <laughs> hours, one's like four hours long. <laughs> But if you have the time to watch it, like a full afternoon, it's a great movie. Well, Zack Snyder made good movies. Yes. <laughs> it's really... He made 300 to the Yeah, he made 300. Right. Right. Which I like 300. That yeah. was just different for the time. And then Watchmen's similar in where you got slow motion and yep. you know, multiple camera type. Uh, but yeah, really well done movie. I so I was still not quite familiar with all the characters. Uh, really good storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, made you think. Yeah. But uh, one, now the thing that may have confused you, and I know it, it confused my brother and anyone who saw this show. This show is not a sequel to the movie. It's a sequel to the comic book. So okay. make sure everybody knows yeah. that because you you may have been wondering, like, all the squid shit. Yeah. That's straight from the book. Because in the book, instead of Dr. Manhattan being the person who uh, fucked up the world, which was, I think, is better than what it happened in the comic book, honestly. Um. It was a squid creature that uh, fucking Ozymandias made. Mm-hmm. Basically, because Alan Moore, although was a big fan of uh, H.P. Lovecraft and like his creature Cthulhu, 
<laughs> so essentially, in the entire book, there's all these little uh, vignettes of, of Ozymandias having this island and when, like he's kidnapping artists and sci-fi people so they can build this monster that he can basically drop down on... Um, the greatest American hoax. Yes. Compared to the show. If you watch the show. And <laughs> fake... Fake Rorschach had the yep. best depiction of that scene. Because, like, on, on, on his past... His looking past, glass? Yeah. For the, for the people at home, <laughs> fake Rorschach is a looking glass. <laughs> great character. I like He was him. a great character. Uh, I felt bad for him on that episode. Because, like, he's finally about to get some pussy. <laughs> and his best around to be racist. Yep. <laughs> You're talking looking glass. <laughs> Um, at first, I was first seen. I'm like, who the hell is this? Yeah, it, it, at first it was weird, <laughs> but they explain mostly everything. But um, yeah. So, it, so this is a sequel to the comic book, not to the movie. And like that's probably the biggest difference between which takes thirty uh, takes place thirty four years after. Yeah, so basically real time. Yep, yep, yeah. Which is basically done in real time. And um, so essentially the plot line for those who may not know, it is really, really uh culturally relevant for people uh, but for people who may be uh we'll say right right wing they probably hate the show because <laughs> uh it's almost heavy-handed with the messaging there's uh yeah talks of racism obviously reparations reparations <laughs> yeah and they had a system to where it made sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll take a blood test real quick. Yeah, okay. Real quick. <laughs> Here's your check. Here's your check. <laughs> You're one thirty fourth. For all other people say, how would they even do reparations now? How would they even know? But that yeah. would be out. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and I think that the only people who didn't like the show didn't like the heavy handed political uh, uh, message on it because uh, the dude from uh, the villain guy. At the end of the episode, it was very. At, at the end of the season, it was very heavy-handed. Like I feel like I, it's not safe being a white man in America oh, anymore. Oh, oh, the senator. Yeah, yeah. King. Yeah, it basically centers around a uh, a woman who is a vigilante. Where vigilantes are kind of hunted at this yes. point. They're kind of done, outlawed per se. And it's her name is Sister Knight, and she dresses up and goes and does vigilante stuff. But I think she only does it with the police, though, because yes, because the police had to put on the mask. Yeah, she was in the yeah. The police had to cover their mask because they were being uh, hunted down. Being hunted down because if they figured out, oh, this is John Smith and he lives at four hundred four, they're going to track and kill your family. So, which happened to her in a flashback, which confuses the show. I mean, like, isn't Don Johnson dead? Which is kind of the KKK as well as known as Cyclops. Yep, I believe is what they're also called. Yep. And um, they yeah. have bigger plans. Yes. <laughs> and they are also the Rorschach cult, which made me upset because yes. Rorschach was odd, but he, he didn't have any racist things in, in the movie that I saw. No, but I think they just wanted to take like his notebook or or his ideas and they just molded it for their own. Which happens all the time. Let's be vigilantes and yep. you know, we're being tricked and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, so so basically the series starts out with them trying to track down members of this cult slash hate group. And then when they finally track them down and they think they, uh, because the, these guys are, are out there killing cops. So the, they uh, track them down and then at the end of the episode, you see that the chief of the police gets hung. Yeah, if you and, like Don Johnson, 
Don't get used to him in the show. <laughs> and dude, this will be a reveal, but this is the second time in a row that he played like a racist. Have you noticed that? He was one in... Uh, Django. Yeah, Django, yeah. Get off my property. I kind of wonder about the Dad Johnson now. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was his casting call. Yeah. You know? I guess he's looking for a heartbeat. Hold on. I guess he's looking for a heartbeat. Like his hit single from 1985. Heartbeat. <laughs> he was secret racist, though. Yeah, he was. Totally different than Django. Yep, yep. Because he was openly... A plantation owner. <laughs> yes, but but it had scenes on it because yeah. uh, when they went to see that uh, play of uh, Oklahoma, he was mad as fuck. Oh yeah, motherfucking black motherfucking play at the white man's play. It's a white man's play. I got raised. Hey, but then <laughs> then that was a very interesting. Now, like the guy like who made the show is Damon Lindelof. He he made the blackest show ever from a non-black person. <laughs> Because he had to wear Don Johnson's public faces. Oh, I love this black lady. Like, yeah. I like my daughter. But he hated white people at the same time. And, 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 but they, and his wife did too. They did get me a little bit for the first, for, I think it's the first few episodes where, yeah, okay, she finds a, a KKK outfit hidden in his closet. Yeah, but did like, somebody plant that there? Exactly. It just, yeah, it just I, felt I like it was, it was until, too easy. It, it was too easy until I think his wife. <laughs> Your wife was worse than he hits was. a button in a trap door <laughs> right. and takes down this FBI agent. Uh, Blake, who is related to the comedian, the daughter, I yep. believe, right? The daughter of the comedian. Who was a perfect casting for an old, played-out Sally Jupiter. Yeah. That's how her mom kind of looked in the movie. <laughs> all played yeah. out of the smoke all the time. For Big Blue she has a great opening scene where they actually stage a bank robbery for a vigilante yes. to show himself. Yes. And the minute he shows himself... All the, the robbers and the, the victims and the hostages, they're all FBI. They're all FBI. And they captured this guy. <laughs> he was just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> and they captured him. And she's like, one down. <laughs> and I feel like that fits her. See, that's, that's what's so good about the show. Everybody from the old show that popped up, it fit their character. Mm-hmm. Everybody fit perfect. It's a great scene. Yeah. They had me. I'm like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. He's got a hood. He's got, he's got a cape. <laughs> and they all, everybody's fake. They all caught him and then trapped him and arrested him. Because I can see her, after the whole fad of being a mask people ends, her to say, fuck it. Nobody should have a mask. Let's take them all down. And um, so essentially, like, the, the plot goes from there. is is plot unravels that uh, forces uh, Night Nurse, Night Maid, what the fuck is her name? Sister Night. Sister Night to... <laughs> Find out about her actual family, and then also find out about the, the conspiracy that's within her, her, the organization that she believes in the most. Correct. Yes, there is. A, there's, there's bigger plot lines here. Yes. When you, first episode, you're kind of lost. You're like, okay. Yes, because they, they drop you right in. You drop you right in. Somebody dies. You're like, okay, what the hell's going on? Which I respect. Cause most of the time now, like with all like the over Marvel Disney shit, we're we're force fed shit. And it, and it makes it so yeah, easy. 13 episodes should actually be 10 situations. But <laughs> exactly. it's a little uh, watered down. Mm-hmm. But this should tell you everything. I mean, they, they drop you right in, and they trust you to have the intelligence <laughs> to uh, figure everything out yourself. Like, the Ozymandias subplot? I didn't know what was going on at first. It took me so... I, I, I still, I still kind of don't know. <laughs> and I had no I idea that he's in England. I don't know. <laughs> he's just chilling in England with these people. But basically, he's actually imprisoned on the moon? He was. Dark side of the moon? Right? Yes. Yeah. He was in prison. Because yeah. all those scenes were in the past. Was, yes. I, I didn't get. Yes, there's also kind of a different timeline with good. him. 
There's a different timeline. That's so, why his scenes were always different. Well, his scenes were always just like a, a subplot. Because when you, all, all, yeah. all, all you first meet him, you don't think much is. You just okay. He's chilling out in the castle, like. But he's movie. unhappy for some reason. But he's very sad. Yes. But then, as they keep showing Last him time. as the show goes on, it gets weirder and weirder. They do the Manhattan play and <laughs> kills one of his servants <laughs> just to make the play look as legit as right. possible and burn him in a chamber. But then another one comes out. It looks just like looks just like, I'm like okay. Huh? Now he's got clones. <laughs> right. What's going on? And then you realize he's making these clones in this pool of water. <laughs> yeah. And he like so he pulls these embryos out of this so lake bizarre. and then grows them exponentially. Like in a day, they're yeah. grown. And then, like, he has a bandit who, who's like the sheriff of, of his yes. prison. Who, like, and you're like, this that's where you really start guy. to look at it. Jimmy go, has okay, a mustache on. Who's this guy? And he's actually, yeah, he's <laughs> keeping him there. And then, when he kills these people, like, he has like a fucking catapult. And then, like, he's just thrown somewhere. He's trying, yeah, he's trying to figure <laughs> out how, how to get off of this imprisoned area he's at. And realizes he's on the moon. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you never... I mean, because I had no idea what he was doing, but, like, I could tell that he, he, he had he had some method to his madness yeah. of how he was doing it. Trying to figure out where he is. He, first, he had to figure out where he was to mm-hmm. be able to even try to escape. And, and what's the extent of his imprisonment? Uh, but, yeah, he sacrificed a lot of clones. A lot! <laughs> a lot of clones to get off of this planet. Uh, also, uh, his his... His his motivation and subplot is also good because it shows you it explores the notion after you do your life's work and you don't die, what's next? Boredom. <laughs> because he goes to this uh he goes to the moon essentially because he's so bored. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> feels like there's nothing else for him to do, so he wants well, to go it was to like paradise. A, it was like a yeah, it was a paradise or a perfect utopia society where you only had the two grow the people and you know something weird crazy yeah. plot like that they do explain it later in the season because uh now i guess we get into like the other big reveal of the show uh so sister knight has a very mild mild-mannered husband who yes who, who's very supportive it, it's kind of like the flip of most shows where like the action heroes a male and then they have like a very supporting wife and shit. Uh, but the first time that you see that he may be more than what we think is when uh, Don Johnson dies and their adoptive kids and like their son daughter looks like he's going to be a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker. They have a look. Out. That they, motherfucker creeped me out. Serial killers have a look. And he, and he she had it. He has it. I say he she not being a derogatory because I really don't know if that was a male or female. Because I don't think they have ever said this. <laughs> and with the hair and that creepy eyes, I couldn't tell. But so when he dies, the girls that they have adopted are very distraught and say, "Oh, is he gonna go to heaven?" And then like the husband says, "Well, kids, there is no heaven or hell." And then he basically says the same thing that Doctor Manhattan said in the movie at a TV studio, or when Lori dumped him or some shit. He was like a dead body and like live body. Has a number of particles, so like really nothing matters. Nothing matters. So she was like, There is no heaven, there is no God, there's nothing, there's only us. He was alive, and now he's dead, but he still has the same shell. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Dad. And then, like, he ceases to exist. Yes. And then, like, you would think the sister night, like, don't tell the kids that, but, but she smiles. <laughs> oh, what a great father. <laughs> and since that, so at first I thought that that was just a line that they try to reference to Old Wapley, but no, he's actually Doctor Manhattan, 
And it was an elaborate storyline, but they actually made it make sense. It did, uh, yeah, I had no idea it was him. Uh, that reveal isn't until towards the end. I think it's episode eight. Nine, yeah. Eight or, yeah. Eight like, or nine. Yeah. Eight, because of nine, they have him trapped. Yes. But, uh, yeah, episode eight, which is technically the end of seven, because he, I think he, he's on the ground. And yes. They d- dig out the forehead. Yep. yep. Uh, he has an implant that, uh, sur- uh, suppresses his powers mm-hmm. that, uh, Osmond has uh, made. And then, uh, yeah, eight is probably one of the best episodes of the show. That is the best. That is probably well the best episode written of last year of any show. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's labeled. Uh, I believe it's called uh, "God Walks into, into a Bar," and that's where you meet, you know, Sister Night in her past when she lived in Vietnam, which is like a fifty-first state or something uh-huh. like that, because this is an altered, altered uh, reality or universe, let's just say. President Robert Redford. Robert Redford is the president. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he walks into a bar and there she is sitting and then they meet for the first time and he talks about how he's going to go out with her and have right. children with her and be married. And she's just like, what the hell are you talking about? All that weird Dr. Because Manhattan he's Dr. Manhattan, Manhattan, you know, he can see he's here now and he's, he's everywhere. Time is a canvas. And, yep. and it mirrored his same discussion with, uh, Lori from the movie too. Or, or yes, very similar. And that segment of the movie, like where like told us like his whole story, and then here's what's so good about that episode: the fact that that they gave us some very complex, deep shit, but it wasn't confusing. It wasn't that confusing, I'll say. Because I watched it one time and I got it. Sometimes, oh, let me rewind this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, they did it so so well. That it made sense the first time. It could be also because like, we've seen his character before in the movie, so yeah. like, we kind of yeah. know how he gets that. I watched that one because I knew this was going to be the, the big reveal of mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan. And uh, I really paid attention. And it was just so well written that yes. you were actually really paying attention. It yes. was done well. It was the, the way he speaks and uh, he has no emotion. A slight, <laughs> yep, there's a slight difference in his cadence when he's yeah. uh, Dr. Manhattan. And then when he's... um. Uh, Stepdad, Cal, yeah, something. But he something. also has an implant too, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that could be. Um, the shit gets deep too, man, because then he's like in the future, which would be his whatever his reality is always the future. But right, <laughs> he, he meets her grandpa, and then she asks him why is known yeah. so a racist Ku Klux Klan member. And then that guy doesn't know who ends up killing yes, that yeah. guy from the first episode. It's some Inception shit. <laughs> it was Inception. I was like, holy fuck. So the whole show. That blew me away, man. And the whole show is predicated on that. Yeah. The whole, the whole premise is for the, the plot to move forward. Yes. Is this guy to die to realize he's a secret Ku Klux Klan member. But you never probably would have known never if Dr. Known. Manhattan didn't meet the grandfather of Sister Knight. And then she asked him at the same time, because he could hear her, why is he a racist? You need to find out. He's like, who? Grandpa, grandpa, who's a Lou Gossett Jr., uh, ends up killing him. (laughs) But but the funny part was, when that happened, he he didn't know who the fuck Dr. Manhattan was even talking about. Oh, who the hell are you talking about? (laughs) And the whole show is predicated on that. Yeah, there's so many layers on it, but it all makes sense besides... What I like most about that episode, it shows you that Sister Night is not a good person. Sister Night, yeah. Because she let some, some, uh, what do you call it, a dead body, had Dr. Manhattan take over that person's dead body. Although it said he has no family, but that's just highly unethical. Yeah. Highly unethical. 
Even if this person had no family, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because he don't give no fucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he knows we're all doomed. Right. <laughs> but she should have known better. And then lied for decades about the show. And then these motherfuckers show up with guns. I'm like, what are they going to do to this guy? Right. These guys had to know they went on a suicide mission. <laughs> you know, you guys are going to have a big mission. You're going to have to go with a guy who has pretty much godlike powers. And you're going to capture him. But we're white. We're going to win. <laughs> he literally can look at you and vaporize your skull. <laughs> Which was a good scene, like, watching but, movies. But like, he knows. Oh, just make people yeah. turn to fucking it, it's, innards. That's a great episode. Yeah. It's the best episode of the season. One of the best episodes of the show. Yeah. The way it's done. And there's some there's some holy fuck moments. Is that the same one where you get her fall in love with too? her? Hmm? Is, is that the same one where we get her tragic ass order to maybe cry a little bit? Or is that the one like with, with her grandpa? Uh, she has the nostalgia one. For okay. Those pills. That's, but the that's what you see. That. Yeah, that's her grandpa's episode. Yeah. But on one of the episodes around then, um, we see her past when she was a kid and like her parents died. Tragically, and then like she goes, oh, like, little, yeah, yeah, that, that should be fucked up. But then like she goes to that, uh, she's a little kid, yeah, yep. She goes to the foster home and she treats like shit until her, her grandma finds out about her. The same person who played her grandma in, in, the, in the previous episode, I believe, yeah. So I think it is an episode with uh, Dr. Manhattan, and then yeah, it might actually be, yes. Her grandma was a G, her grandma said, Is that my granddad? <laughs> <laughs> is it my grandbaby? Did I talk to you like this? <laughs> she was a perfect grandma. <laughs> like, grandma mom. <laughs> she was like, no, we can out this motherfucker. Like, then, took her to the diner, had a good conversation with her and shit. She said, hey, can I watch this movie? Of course you can. Like, you're my grandma. You do whatever you want. That was the episode before. That was episode seven. Okay. Yeah. And then. Her grandmother drew in Vietnam. And then, like, they came to her car or whatever. It was like, yeah, that's Percy Cargo. Go to that car. Now that's my grandbaby. <laughs> Going back to America, and then I know previously that she had said that she stayed in Vietnam until she married Cal. So I, I knew it was going to end well, but I was so invested in the love they had for a meeting that she walked to the car, <laughs> had a heart attack, dead, dead. Open the trunk and done. Tragic. I was fucked up, bro. Like, oh, this is so fucked up. Just tragic. This is Thought so she had a family. Up. Yeah. <laughs> they lead you down the path that she's going to be okay. Which we knew wasn't going to happen. That's nope. how good the show is, bro. It had me question my own fucking worldview that I knew that she was saved in Vietnam all those years. <laughs> I'm like, maybe she met in Vietnam as a teenager or something. <laughs> but nope. That yeah. was fucked up. Yeah. Another one. Well written. Well yes. Done. Um, also, one of my only problems, kind of problem with the show, is the casting of Sister Knight. Every time I hear her voice, I either hear Huey from the Boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear her voice, that's all I hear. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, a good thing about her is she doesn't age. No, she looks the goddamn <laughs> same. <laughs> she looks good as fuck. She looks better now than she did back in the 90s and shit. <laughs> she looks better. Way better than fucking 227. Yeah, she, she on 227. She was the daughter. Mm-hmm. What is she in, uh... She in, uh... She was a Chris Rock movie, I think, down to Earth. When, uh, Chris Rock died and came back as a white dude. This is another sitcom. I think she was, too. 
In the nineties or early two thousand, I want to say. She was in a different world, wasn't she? She might have been also no, but that was like around the same time. Right? Yeah. Hmm. But uh, she was in the Martin Lawrence a vehicle, a thin line between love and hate. Yeah, a thin line <laughs> between love and hate. And then like she's done a lot of movies in the late nineties and early two thousand. Because I think she might, ha- I think she may have an Oscar. Whoa, Regina King, right now. Yeah, Regina King. Uh. Well, she does have an Academy Award. Does she? You are correct. For um, Cadillac Records? Find out here. Classic Cody. And Golden Globe. Hmm. And three Emmys. <laughs> and that's TV. So that means she was definitely uh, like on the show. Uh, and I doubt the 227 well, yeah, she was in Jerry Maguire. Friday. Yeah. She's Craig's sister on Friday. Southland, which I never watched. Yes, I've heard of it though. Uh. Uh, Beals, if Beale Street could talk. Yes, yep. That was, was 2018. Yeah. Recently. That was an Oscar bait movie, movie if I've ever seen one. And I saw like the trailer, I had no idea what the fuck the movie was even about. <laughs> <laughs> Written by James Baldwin. The first black gay dude. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember her from Boys in the Hood. Oh yep, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Girlfriend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches gotta eat too. <laughs> <laughs> Look at y'all motherfuckers. What women first. You're right. Bitches gotta eat too. <laughs> she went from fucking 227 to fucking poison her playing the party. Basically Look, a cameo. Yeah. Look at all your fine clothes. I work at the mall now. <laughs> you got all that silk and polyester. Back in the 90s, that was a shit. Some Zeke Cavarici. <laughs> Carl Kanai. Carl Kanai. <laughs> <laughs> what about the unsung hero of the Watchmen? Okay. Uh, what's his, uh, what was his name? Slippery Guy. <laughs> the unsung hero. Talk about throwing something in the show that you will never see again. What the hell was his name? Uh, Grease Man? It's something stupid as fuck like that. Uh, he has a name. They didn't name was something, yeah. I, I Probably one of the, a great scene of the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was his name? Because Lube Man. Lube Man. <laughs> <laughs> he has a one-minute scene, and he's dressed in all silver with goggles. And I'm like, okay, he's just another bitch. I thought he was somebody watching her because she's right. disposing of... Yeah, evidence of yeah, some yep, sort. Yep, yep, She's yep. disposing of evidence and turns around and sees this guy staring at her. <laughs> and he's in all silver with these goggles and then he just takes <laughs> off running because she's chasing him. Right. And you're like, where's this going? <laughs> and he's super skinny. You're and super then he takes skinny. these bottles off and he sprays himself. <laughs> I thought he was going to light himself on fire. I did too. I, did I thought too. he was going to kill himself. Maybe his, his power is to light himself on fire right. and people won't touch him. <laughs> no. Then he loses his belt and he slides into a sewer vent. Lube man. He, what is his powers besides being slippery? How does he defeat crime? His theme song is obviously Slippery but Gucci Mane. He is slippery. Slippery. And then the thing is, Lube man. How did he know that? Well, I guess because of I think he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. How did he, he know to find that? And he never. He never, like. You never see him again. But how did he know. Where that manhole cover was. I mean, where that fucking shit was. 
if you're Lube Man and that's your and you that's your escape process, city. you might want to you know where all the drains are in the city. Or he ran until he saw one. And he just like slides in, like feet first on his back. And I was like, what the fuck? And I think that was the end of an episode. It was towards the end I of an think episode. It was, and it never came up again. And he never came up again. That was because that's what's good about the show too. They'll take very serious. So it's a very serious show, but they weren't afraid to put comic book shit in there. He has ninety seconds of screen time. It's <laughs> one of the most memorable. Episode four. That was early on, <laughs> but it's fucking crazy because this show is so serious. It tackles racism, yeah. homosexuality, man. I want to know how he fights crime. <laughs> And he has, like, makeup on his face. I'm like, this is just weird. <laughs> I thought maybe he'd come up later and he was, like, maybe spying for right. the KKK or the Cyclops people or maybe Lady Trudeau or something. Yeah. I don't know if we met her yet. But, uh, like, yeah. Okay. Never shows up again. <laughs> At least not this season. Um, It's the biggest cliffhanger of all time. Who is this man? <laughs> What is his powers? And you could tell that when the person wrote that scene, they were bugging out on their keyboard. <laughs> and then he, and then he took off his belt and put lube on the side of <laughs> You can tell that that. Oh my god! Like I bet they were not approved this scene. Oh <laughs> I'm gonna send it in anyway. Um, but speaking of what you just said about uh, Cyclops, and the crazy part about it is. It is a cohesive show because that tie because when who her grandfather fought in the sixties is the same people that they're fighting now as like Rorschach gang cult. Yes, so it all comes full circle. Yep. So basically, she's doing her family legacy, a family that she she thought she didn't have, and she's fighting. And she's winning his battle for him. Because wasn't that based off of the whole squid thing? <laughs> I don't think so because no, that was in the eighties. Maybe not. But they probably, did, but they probably had that on there on purpose, like kind yeah. of tie it in. But yeah, um, I don't think so. What it might have been though, because you know, it had something to do. I thought it had something to do with it. You know, he dropped the squid, and obviously this was supposed to be. He just did it to create fear and balance, mm-hmm. or end the nuclear war. It was a, it was a, a deterrent for nuclear war because there was bigger things out there. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But some people got psychic powers from it. <laughs> right. And that's kind of why Looking Glass, he wears that special mask to help control it or something. Yeah, that part was kind of strange. Because I think he gets headaches and, like, it's too much or Yeah, something. because the people who were there, they have, like, yeah, like, the effects of it. Now, also, they, they, they touch on a very serious take on uh, PTSD and the fact that he has to have that shit and that lining in the shit all the time, or or he doesn't feel fucking comfortable at all. Yeah. And then like his ex wife was like, "Are you wearing a hat again?" He's like, "No, I'm doing better now." Yeah. <laughs> the hat's on right now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you see it on my head, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my head. And then like, but what? And that's uh the the leader from the Incredible Hulk. Not the same actor. Yeah, it's the same. Skinny or old? Yes, <laughs> he doesn't look as much of, uh, of a goober as he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a crazy scientist who becomes the leader at the end of the movie, and you never see again. Never see again. And he's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As well as the Abomination. Where is he? Yep. After all that shit, he must be in the raft. 
on a raft. But maybe they'll pop up in a fucking She-Hulk. <laughs> maybe. I don't Cause it, it, it not like she all has a, a lot of villains to choose from. <laughs> I didn't like uh, Lady Trudeau. I don't know. She didn't really do much for me. I didn't know what the hell was going on at that point either when you first meet her. Her origin was cool. How she came to be. And I, I like yeah. the fact that she, she that she was raising her mother. She's, yeah, trying to raise her mom. She uses genetic... <laughs> oh, but my parents should be here to see me. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I also, uh, but she knew that, like, Dr. Manhattan was on Earth somewhere. And mostly Tulsa. <laughs> Did they say how she knew? Or because she's a smart person? Uh, I don't know. I think she was just really smart. But I, I preferred my origin that she was the baby, that Dr. Manhattan saved the baby that the comedian killed back in Vietnam. Yes. That was my theory, being that she was half Asian. Whoa, she looks for Asian. Oh, yeah. But that was in the snap. beginning of that episode, too, was the... She goes to the desk. Yes. And his nose is fucking cold. And she gets his sperm yeah. because he... Get, he keeps his sperm. She just props up the old legs. <laughs> right there in the office. Because, you know, they're going to die. You got to get them in there. Mm-hmm. You got to get them in there. And then, uh... What she told, uh... I mean, he's about to be like, I'd never give myself to a woman. I don't know why that seems so funny to me. I'm like, I'd never give myself to you. He was proud of it, too. <laughs> he's like, giving himself. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I actually, now, in the end of it, she was kind of trash. But like, well, really, yeah, I, I agree. She's trash because her whole storyline is trying to make her dad do do what her dad couldn't do. Kind of like, okay, get over it, lady. You're a test tube, baby. Yes. Get over it. You're, <laughs> you were made. You were made. Manufactured. You, you were not a product of love and or what lust. What the fuck is, why is, so, Sister Night is connected to an elephant. Remember that part? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. You're right. Like, basically there's a plot line of, of Sister Night taking these nostalgia pills. So older generations have this opportunity to take these pills. To remember their memories, uh, to relive their memories because of Alzheimer's and whatnot yeah. and dementia. Well, she takes a whole bottle of her grandpa's pills, and then obviously that's the whole episode. But at the end, she wakes up and she's following a hose that's connected to her, and it's connected to a giant elephant that is yeah. sleeping. And it never it's explained why. And it, they never explain why. It's because elephants have great memories. Does this help her remember who she is? Or is it like blood transfusion? They don't explain it. Yeah. What sort? Just move on. Yeah. She was like, I actually forgot about her. Yeah. She's connected to an elephant. Because <laughs> she assumed that she was connected to her, her grandfather. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> I forgot all about that shit. Um, also, uh, I didn't peep out that the statue of Izzy Manning was really him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was a shock to me. Like, wait a minute, he's that statue? Yep. He's really him. <laughs> that was crazy. There's some crazy moments in the show that. There are some really some some crazy moments. New man. Because <laughs> it's such a serious show, but they put some wacky shit in there. Yep. And, and, like, you almost forget about it because the show's so good. And or then. There's the. When the Senator dude, Senator Joe, or whatever his name was, wants to become Dr. <laughs> Manhattan, he just blows up. 
<laughs> Shit didn't work. Yep, he just blew up. He thought he had it all worked out. And also, he put on the Dr. Manhattan panties. Yes, he had to put on the thongy thongs. <laughs> and by the way, Dr. Manhattan should be a doctor long. <laughs> we got it going on. I didn't want to say anything about that. I don't know if this is prosthetics or if this is the Black Manta's... Uh, thing in real life or the CGI, but he should be Dr. Longer. Uh, they go full scale. Yeah, and, and, and they showed a lot. I, I yeah. feel like they showed a lot more in that one episode than the entire Watchmen movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that Dr. Manhattan was more, uh, it must have been cold in here. <laughs> Always cold. Dude, thank you for saying that. Okay, because the whole people in, in like the audience if, if you don't know the, the conceit with Dr. Manhattan is he, he's gotten beyond the human uh, insecurities of, of having clothes and shit he just doesn't care so he prefers to walk around naked because he doesn't care in the movie <laughs> Billy Crudup played the character and then yeah. I remember vividly that people were saying oh my god Dr. Manhattan dick is so big I was like really? because <laughs> I was like if I was going to be Dr. Manhattan, I, I would have a bigger dick. Yeah. <laughs> that probably won't say. Won't so, say yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. Well, hence why uh, Lori Blake likes to buy the Dr. Manhattan vibrator. It was way bigger Dildo than Dildo vibrator. And I was like, what is going on? Another weird <laughs> scene in the show. Yeah. Because the episode starts out. She starts missed up so bad. Yeah. She buy the fucking vibrator. But that also was wacky because the episode starts out with her talking to him on, on his hotline. And then... They yeah, show that these uh, magic phone boosts to Doctor Manhattan at Europa is where they were. Yes. Ah, so two points about that. So first one is they show that suitcase and like you wonder like what the fuck is that suitcase? Yeah. Is he that suitcase? Because at that point he hadn't shown up yet. Yep. So then at the end of the episode, when she had a long day, I think she had fucked the little training guy. Then she went back to her room. Then she opens up the fucking uh, suitcase. She a big fucking Doctor Manhattan dildo, and it's an eighty year old lady. <laughs> Just grabs it and basically, luckily it was off camera. She fucked herself with it, but it was so <laughs> off the wall. Yeah. Like, what? This is a big reveal. It's a dildo. That was a, yeah. The big reveal was like, what's in this case? <laughs> what if the whole time in Pulp Fiction, what was in the case was a golden dildo? <laughs> the whole time. Oh, nobody knows what's in this case. And the other part that was crazy about that, well, not crazy, but not good. Probably the worst part of the whole series to me. That long ass joke she told. Like, no, and then, a, and then, like, the doctor walked in and he said, blah, 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 blah. And then the other person walks in and he says this. It was a whole episode. Oh, yeah. That joke was trash. <laughs> I was like, God <laughs> damn. Shut the fuck up, bitch. This joke is trash. That joke was so bad, man, because I was trying to, like, do, like, Rorschach joke for the movie. Like, so I have a joke. A person goes to the doctor because he's very depressed, blah, blah, blah. And the doctor said, you know what you should do? Go to the circus, see, uh, Paviacci a clown. He's, he'll make you laugh. He said, I am Paviacci. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am all. That's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> because the clown was the one who was depressed. Tears of a clown. <laughs> but this joke was not that. That shit was not it. But yeah, there's so many, <laughs> so many layers on the show. And they're all good. Like I said, that joke was probably the worst part of the whole show. Yeah. What, was there anything that on the show that you didn't like? Um. Well, yeah, I did one, well, not necessarily that I didn't like it because it was there. 
I didn't like it because it wasn't there, is the time that the cavalry goes to get Looking Glass in his bunker. And then you don't see what actually happens to him. Obviously, he survives. Right. And right. he's under, and he's in disguise as one of them. I would like to see how he fought all those guys. Yeah, because he fought them in one of them. They all had shotguns and shit, like, going into his bunker. And then the next time you actually see him, I think it's an episode or two later, uh, he's actually in mask of one of them yep. in, in, in their bunker, uh, uh, trying to help. More of Yeah, yeah, she's captured at that point. I'm gonna get us out of here. You just need to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but they do show the bunker at one point with all the dead bodies around. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would have been a cool fight scene or something, but yeah, they never <laughs> showed it whatsoever. Yeah, you, you are wondering, like, what, what happened to him. Well, I'm pretty sure that's two episodes in, but you don't see what happened to him. Or if he's alive. Yeah. I feel like he was gone for a minute. Like, maybe longer than two episodes. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could have been like know. half the show or some shit. <laughs> it could have been. Because I, I remember that I missed him being on the show. Like, damn, like, is he dead? Or am my boy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lord, don't you move. <laughs> um, going back to Lori, I did also like the fact that they hinted that she was still with Dan, Dan Dryberg. Um, but something, but I think they hinted that he was in jail. So, uh, Night Owl. Oh, yeah. She said, you know what they did to Dan? Something like that. Like they, that. they do bring up the name. And mm-hmm. He never, never shows that. Or shows up. Okay, so then the show basically ends with, uh. Oh, the, then there was the, the car that dropped out of the sky. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was Dr. That was Night Owl shit, wasn't it? Yeah, they you were using Night Owl's ship. Oh, but but there's the one scene she I think that's when she came out of the phone booth. Yep. And the car just falls out of the sky. <laughs> that know? was the Asian lady, I believe. Cause like her grandpa was up there with him. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. It was just weird. It was weird. Like, what the hell? Um so the show ends basically with uh Basically, the bad guys kind of win because they had two sets of bad guys. They had, they had like the cavalry, and then they had Madame Tussaud, whatever the fuck her name was. And then basically, don't they have like another uh, big explosion? Mm, something happens, right? Something, yeah. I can't remember what it was though. But in the mix of all of the confusion of them trying to get to uh, Doctor Manhattan, and it ties into to the whole conversation about. About eggs and shit, he puts his powers into an egg, and then after he dies, his wife eats the egg, and then they had a joke about, oh, you can walk on water with my powers. And then the show ends with her eating the egg uncooked. Oh, yes. Uncooked egg, by the way. Yes. Salmonella. <laughs> protein. <laughs> protein. Gotta get your protein. She's not rocky. But then the show ends on a cliffhanger with them cutting away a la Inception of her trying to walk on the water. <laughs> oh, so not, so, then, so Looking Glass okay. was uh, that was the end of episode five. Okay, when they show up, so he four. doesn't show back up again until maybe ten. I mean, maybe nine. Uh, episode. <laughs> I think it's eight. It might be nine, actually. You know what? Because he's in that bunker. Right? right. Wow. Yeah. And they do show his bunker with those dead cavalry. Yeah, they kind of. That's like three episodes. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the hell happened to this guy? And then, um, didn't he tell on Night Nurse or Sister Night? <laughs> or didn't it? Didn't they have like a falling out? Something like that. Yeah, they had. Uh, yeah. Well, he was messed up because he thought the whole squid thing was what Osmondeus wanted people to believe, and he found out it was a hoax. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like some alien thing. He yep. brought it on there. Yep. He yep. made it happen. So, mm-hmm. And he thought it was because he was like almost like a cult of people that were like, "This is." There's bigger things out there. There's aliens out there. There's weird, there's some weird story like that. And then when he found out it was all fake, he was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Then, it's not from another planet? <laughs> didn't he record her or she recorded him and let Lori know about it or something like that? Maybe. Maybe. And, and then like they took somebody away after that. I think it was Mighty Man, Sister Night. But, um, yeah, so, the show ends on that cliffhanger, and then uh, as people watch the show, and the pop culture nerds like us, they may know that the show may not be coming back for, for a second <laughs> season. Yes, even HBO is, has pretty much said, we don't think so. <laughs> the creator just bowed out, meant it to be one season, and walk away. And he did. And he did. And HBO is still like, well, we think it's done. <laughs> because they could do it like uh Because they do leave it as does she walk on water? Does she have the powers of Doctor Manhattan? They don't know. It's, it's left to interpretation. Yeah, I mean, because they could do it like True Detective to have it like just change to a whole. Because watching it, yeah, it's a, it's a vast universe. So like, yeah, just have a whole. They could, you could have another story that ties into some of this. You know, just having your Easter eggs. And, yeah, in, in the same yeah universe. Because these these were all relatively new characters. They, 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 and I understand uh, he created it, but I mean, did he direct all of them too? I mean, and write all of them? I think he. I think he, he was like the head writer. Yeah, because it was all well done. Mm -hmm. You still have the same crew, writers as well as maybe a few of the directors. And yeah, you know, I mean, but you got to have a good story. It was just, it was well done. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. Now, one, I would never be mad if we never find out if she walked on water or not. Because I wouldn't be mad either. It was. See, you want to end on a high note. Mm -hmm. As we discussed, what if that's the only power she got? (laughs) Right. That was the big joke. Oh, I'll give you some powers, <laughs> but the only one I'm giving you is to be able to walk on water. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Or what? <laughs> I got another one, because we're talking about eggs and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, Edith and the egg and all that shit, right? What if she gets pregnant with him? Oh. And she gives birth to her husband. Damn. <laughs> she gives birth to her husband. <laughs> That's some cool shit. That's some really crazy shit. But, with this show and this universe... I wouldn't be too surprised, but they could also come back with a season that focuses on, that focuses on, uh, on Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. They can he was also, a cool character. Yeah, he was a very cool character. And then they can go back to the 90s, like a period that like, we haven't seen yet, the early 2000s. Yeah. There's so, there's so much that they can do with that universe. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, they can have a season that focuses, that focuses on Dr. Manhattan and the comedian in Vietnam. Abdul Yami something yeah. something <laughs> black man, but <laughs> I just know I can't pronounce his name. He's just black. I don't man. think he can. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he can. He's black Manta. Or they could bring it back. Billy Crudup. Ye- is it Yeya? Yeya Abdul Mateen the second. Oh, this <laughs> his dad fucked him, man. 
He's like, Dad, your name's really long. Yeah, it's your name too. It's your name too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Abdul Mateen the second. If he does that to his kid, makes him a third, man. That's a long one. He's actually his black mantle, though. Yeah, he, he, he was, was, he was really, it, dude, he was pissed off. <laughs> he was, but he had every right to be there. Every like, right, man. <laughs> He's trying to do some good. Yeah. Aquaman trying to do some good, and he killed his dad. Yeah. You want to help? You're like, help me, Sam. Yeah. I help you do shit. Yeah. Fuck you, ain't your daddy. The minute I turn around, you're trying to stab me. <laughs> Fuck you. Look how superhero is that, bro. Yeah, yeah. No shit. <laughs> Batman would save him anyway. <laughs> Batman would shoot him. Bat- in that universe, Batman would shoot him. That's a good point. You know in what? In that universe, he would shoot him. I'll put you out of your misery now. <laughs> and you. No witnesses. <laughs> but uh, he's also good in his one scene on, on Us. Uh, Have you seen that? I don't think I've seen Us. The uh, follow-up to um, uh, Get Out. With the chick. Oh yes, yes. That's with the. Uh, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. And like, it's the first kind of horror movie I've seen in probably years, and I liked it a lot. Yes, actually, clip, I did. Yes, I did watch that. I did not find people movie. are living underground yeah. and like. And that, but that flip at the end, even though it was there, you saw it. Yeah. I, I see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> I was shook. Yeah, me and my wife were watching. We're like, How, what the hell's gonna happen here? This is really <laughs> weird. Why are there duplicates? <laughs> that shit was crazy. Uh, that was almost in my top top films of the year. But he played her her, her dad in the first part. He was yep. drunk. Yeah, I, I know what that girl was yes, doing over there. Was. I know what that girl was doing he was over there. Drunk. I mean, being all quiet back there. Drunk. Oh. Can't say his name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Abdul Mateen the second. The second. But uh, that was a good flip in that movie too. Though, too. Even though everything's there, because after she came back, she stopped talking. And then, like, uh, when she fought, like, her, 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 her twin, her, and her, her twin was the only one who could talk. Yes. Everybody else was just groaning and shit. Yes. And then, when the t-shirt, uh, she flipped the t-shirt, so I was like, oh, damn. And then, <laughs> when she was killing, like, the, the, the other clones, she kept growling like a fucking animal, too, like, yeah. and, and, and her son noticed, <laughs> you know, hey, baby. but that flip was crazy, bro. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, why did I see that? But it made so much sense. Yeah, it was weird. That was crazy. It was weird. That was definitely Yeah, we did watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so many places that they can go with the storyline if they wanted to without bringing back Damien and Linderlaw. Mm-hmm. And I, now, but the thing is, and, and HBO is pretty good about their quality most of the time. If they don't find a storyline that they think can work, they probably won't go back to it. I'm not I, mad if they didn't. I, I agree. It's really hard to follow a really good season like that and to to take a gamble. Because, yeah, they usually do have really good content. Yeah. Their shows are pretty, pretty damn good. Um, you have a solid first season like that. You're like, man, do we take a chance with somebody else in charge, whether it be writer or multiple directors, to say that can we follow this up? Hopefully they would take notes from the show that just came out and say, well, we'll do it very similar. But have some wild moments, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, though, it, it is a, a crap shoot because they're trying to do, do the exact opposite of it. Oh, I want to be different than what he did. It's going to be trash. Or to try to be so much the same that has the same beats. Yeah, I'm not going to follow this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if they don't come out with with a second season, I'm fine. If they do, if with the right storyline, I would definitely watch it. 
And but the, yeah, because I wouldn't want a second season to come out and suck. Yeah, that's a, you know that's real. Yeah, it's a gamble. And isn't that what happened with a true detective anyway? Like second, third season was raw. The uh, second one was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Third one actually was better. Well, I'd say yeah. If you had to rank them, it'd be like one, three, two. <laughs> and uh, after the first one, they never spoke about it like went like in pop culture, like in the first yeah. season that all everyone ever talked about. Mm-hmm. Then when season two came out. People only said it was not good as the first one. The third one, they talk about a little bit more. So, yeah, they run that risk. And But at the same time, though, and then like we wrap up, um, HBO needs a, a, a Torchbearer show right now. Not again, Game of Thrones is gone. Yeah, that's, that's huge for them. That was huge for them. And that, that come off. Uh, a lot of people I haven't watched yet. A lot of people like Westworld. I haven't yet to watch it. Um, it's yeah. on my list. Um, but I think that's a third season is actually coming out really? soon. Yeah, it's very soon. There's a trailer for a third huh. season. I'm not sure when it's coming out. But it, a lot of people say it's deep, it's confusing a little bit. But once you get into it, I remember the original movie, movie from yeah. the 60s. <laughs> based oh, off a book. I think it was in the 60s with Ewan Brenner. Because, because <laughs> I, I never had one in like the 90s. Yeah, maybe, well, huh? So probably has 60s, 90s, yeah. and out his TV show. Um, but, that doesn't get as much buzz, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, no. No, that's not there. We just watched The Outsider. I thought that was pretty good. It's based that, off of Stephen King. Yeah, that is getting some buzz, though, yeah. Because um, now... Another one like, what the hell is going to happen? <laughs> Stephen King, he's very hit or miss. But uh, with Game of Thrones, that is a show that had a lot of... Had the best ratings, as yep. well as the buzz. Like, the hashtags and people talking about it online. The, the, and, media, the, the media presence for yeah. that was just... Unbelievable. And I, I got my wife to watch it, and she's not quite into that type of thing. She, it wasn't that she watched it for like dragons and knights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. She watched it because of the plot line mm-hmm. and how the people were connected and the backstabbing, the, yep. you know, the treachery and the greed. She just loved that shit. It was like soap opera, modern soap opera. Right, 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 right. With a lot of death and nudity and gay. <laughs> not enough there for the gays. <laughs> but, uh. There's a lot of male on male. <laughs> but um, and I think that the closest show that they've had that has that pop culture awareness was a Watchmen, and so yeah, that's the reason why they might want to just try to entertain us like some other plots. And like they also aren't afraid of taking these years off of a show. The one before that, I would have to say, would be Sopranos. Yep, Sopranos. That was you know mid nineties, yep. late nineties. Where you didn't have, there was no Facebook hashtags, right. there was no... Different world. But people were talking like, man, what's going to happen next week? People actually sat on talk about it at yep. work. Yep. That water cooler. Water cooler discussion. It was the water cooler effect. Water cooler like, was the first hashtag. Did you hashtag. see that Sunday night episode? Mm-hmm. So-and-so died. You know, and it also ends on a cliffhanger where you don't know if Tony dies. You know, it's a left to interpretation. Like yep. It's like Washington. You can either think he dies and goes out that way, or you can think that he lived. And yep. That's the way the show left it. That had that that presence of people talking about it. Was there a first show like that? Uh, Oz. I never watched Oz, but there was, was a lot of buzz for Oz. Because yeah. I was too young to be watching Oz, but I watched the shit all the time. <laughs> I was time. gonna say, yeah, I was like five. Oz <laughs> <laughs> was fucked up, bro. Oz was like J.K. Simmons got shit on, <laughs> and they showed him getting shit on. Diarrhea, last bottom boat. Yeah, that one I never watched. But they've had a lot of shows over the years that have that have 
permeated the culture. Could have that. They have maybe Larry Sanders a little bit. Oh, I hated Larry. Arliss, shoot me in the. They tried so hard to make that if shit you pop. You forced me to watch the episode. <laughs> that shit was killed. It was not happening. Waterboard me before I watched that shit. <laughs> he was trash <laughs> on fucking Batman One. Oh god. He was, he was the most non-essential character on Batman yes. One. Useless. Like <laughs> he knew a, a producer. <laughs> exactly. He was like a son-in-law to a producer. No, he knew him biblically. It was like those hard lines and shit. He oh. fucking went to the top. He was like, oh, heartless. And then they had Sopranos, uh, Entourage, Sex and oh, the City. Oh, Entourage, yeah. And if then, you want to go, like, when you start breaking down, like, half-hour shows. Yeah. You know, like, actual hour drama type. Right. It was hour drama, yeah. This has been, like, the newest one since first season of, of True Detective. was pretty popular. Yes, it was. It was. It was. I yeah. did watch, I think, the first season. I, I guess it. I think there's only three, though. I think there's three in a movie. That's it. (laughs) We're out. (laughs) I mean, but that's good, too. And I like the fact that they don't, unless you're you're Game of Thrones and Sex and City, they don't make their shows go on longer than they should. I heard Chernobyl was really good. I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah. That's the one with uh, that British Oh, they had True Blood. That was oh, yeah, that was a yeah, cult yeah. thing. That, that was definitely a cult classic. Yep, yep, yep. I've never watched it. I haven't watched one frame that show. Uh, Boardwalk Empire was kind of trying to deal with the Sopranos. I got that and Dead Wood. I haven't watched that. I heard it's kind of dry at first. That's what I heard. You got to keep watching it. Uh, Dead Wood is a. Me is and my a wife one. watched Big Little Lies. That is a. I forgot about that one. That's, buff. That's actually pretty good. It's about it's a bunch of women, but. There's some, there's some murder, there's some rapes. There's <laughs> Plural. Big Little Lies. So it's about <laughs> the title they, was apt. Yeah, yeah, it was an apt title because they're trying to cover up their mess and it's really well, well written. That's one with, uh, Nicole Kidman, right? Yep, Nicole Kidman. So, so, and that show is still on, right? Uh, it had two seasons. I don't know if it'll be a third. It might be. So they Watchmen have, made their whoever list is Esquire's list. Watchmen is number nine of what of their top twenty-five. Deadwood is eight. Kirby huh. Enthusiast. I mean, they're ranking them as all kind of shows. HBO shows are number seven. Deep. I never watched Deep. I've heard great things though, but yeah. I haven't watched it. That's six. Uh, Game of Thrones is five. It's only five. Huh? Sex in the City. Yeah. For the ladies. Uh, for for, for the like that. It started Call Fowler. It did. Give me that. Three movies, I think? Yeah. Two or three movies. And probably two too many. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was supposed to be like a prequel, too, of like when she was younger. Yeah, because that was going to be on the CW. Nope. Sopranos is number three. Ooh. Who's, who's the Leftovers one? is two? I never heard of the fucking Leftovers. Uh, I believe that, well, that was that Damon Lindelof. That was your show before. I've never heard of it before. Um, number two. Uh, number one, The Wire. Oh, I forgot about The Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I tried to watch, but I was so bored. Because I owned the first season uh, <laughs> on fucking DVD, and I was so fucking bored. <laughs> it was so fucking bored, bro. Because people say it takes three seasons until it gets good. I'm not giving a show three seasons. That's fucking three seasons. I'm not trying to get back. You're talking three hours. Right. There are four hour shows. Yeah. That's, you know, Who the fuck that first time? <laughs> With all the other options I have out there in the world, I'm not going to wait three seasons on the show that I don't find interesting. It captures the gravity of the Baltimore narcotics scene in a way that is, that is hard to describe. And the acting they can't so even bad. describe it. <laughs> uh, just watch it. And the <laughs> acting was so bad, man. Like that dude. Who played fucking uh? Oh, isn't that isn't that uh, Jigsaw? 
That's Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's hey, terrible in it. He's hey, bad at functioning hey, his back. Hey, is that Frank Castle over there? He's on the like, hey, you know what? I'm a cop in B-more. You know what we call it? B-more because I'm from here. So that's what we call it inside. It's inside legal. B-more. It's, it's trash, bro. Hey, I'm going to go get my, my crazy brother out of here. <laughs> and he's just as wacky. <laughs> and Looney Ben Jim. Looney Ben Jim. <laughs> it also had the uh, black cop from, from a Tupac show who always plays like the angry black cop. <laughs> always an angry black cop. I'm, I'm sorry they got them Tupac case. I'm out of here. Bullshit. <laughs> Kill, killing brothers on the streets. Nobody cares. Ain't nobody cares. And that's just yeah. That's his audition. That's his audition. He says that line. You're in. Everybody killing brothers out here. Nobody cares. Get yeah, hired. I don't care about Tupac or Biggie. They cut my problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, but okay. We will wrap this thing up. Yep. Um. Yeah. So overall. Oh, okay. So. I guess let's go ahead and give it our drunk Iron Man ratings from one to ten. Ten being the best. How many drunk Iron Mans did you get? Watchmen Ooh. season one. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it ten. Well, nine. Well, can we go halves? Yeah, maybe yeah. nine point five because there's some, there's some parts that are. Um, maybe that makes it good too, where you don't know anything about Loom Man. <laughs> there's the, the elephant. <laughs> the elephant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about the elephant. Yeah, the yeah. elephant. You're like, what the hell? They never explain that. Yeah. So I mean. You, know, you don't know what happens. You'll love to see the scene of Looking Glass getting out of that. Yep. A bunch of dudes with gym, they had like axe handles and shotguns. And Looking he, he lives. He, he has to have a power. Not a scratch. He has to have a power. Yeah. There's no way he got out of that one. But, but a bunch of dead bodies left behind. What if he got a, a mirror and then he shined it on his Looking Glass face and go ahead and hit I got your ass ah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play Blade too. But yeah, really excellent show. Highly recommend it. Pay attention because stuff will tie in later in episodes. Mm-hmm. A lot of aha moments. And don't cliffhanger pay, ending. Yes. And don't pay attention to all. Or don't let any of your political leanings and stop you from enjoying the show. Is it kind of heavy handed at times? Yeah. But even if you're right wing. As long as you're on a racist, and, and I'm saying that racism does exist, I think you'll be yeah. fine. Only people, oh, there's no such thing as racism. Cops love black there's people. A, in this show, 1921 Tulsa, there is. <laughs> right. Which is a true event. That actually yeah. happened. They're just dragging them out in the streets and shooting them. And that them. proves that there's racism, because I was today year old when I found out that that really happened. That is... And that's not up. in history books. <laughs> we're not learning about that school. We're not learning about that shit in school at all. So that tells you... <laughs> this was crazy shit happened. That apparently, like, that's like exactly how it happened too. Yeah, <laughs> and that is crazy. Yeah. It was the first terrorist attack in America um, that 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 uh, involved planes and shit, and it was Americans on Americans. That's fucked up. It's fucked. You know, up. and then he's trying to get his kid and his wife, and you're like, what the fuck? I couldn't imagine being in that situation. They're just dragging him, you know, and, and killing him in the streets. <laughs> For having a dash to be black. Yeah. I'll dare you black in my side. Take care of my boy. <laughs> right. Um, also, one last note. I, I, I also give up 9.5. Did you notice, like, the Superman parallels on that? On that first episode? He was Superman. His parents, like, the whole world's getting destroyed. Oh. They take one baby. Take my baby with you. Baby. Oh. It was Superman, bro. It was Superman. <laughs> Left him in a field. Yep. 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 It was Superman. The only way to save him. Mm-hmm. Is to let him go. Maybe. Deep. Maybe. Maybe that turned gay. 
Black Superman. <laughs> Black Superman. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. People want. That's what I say just don't do it. Yeah. But uh, one last note. As, as we record this, that's why they say that, uh, what's his fucking face? The Witcher dude. Henry Cavill? Yeah, Henry Cavill is being a, a petty ex-girlfriend. Oh, if you don't love me, I'm going to go over to Marvel then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. Well, they don't want to make a movie with him. Yep. Uh, fuck you. I'm going to the competition. We, we, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll, and his movie's probably, of that universe, his movie's the best one. Man, is, I love Man of Steel. That was probably one of my favorite. Well. Superhero movies. I love it. I watch it every time it's on TV. I love the fight. Aquaman might be better, obviously. Aquaman is like it, it feels different though. It feels yeah, like not, it, it feels is like that, not connected. It is that no pun intended fish out of water. Oh, I don't. I can't be the savior of my nation. Or, you know, it's one of those. I mean, I get it. I'm trying to save my people, but I don't want to. Yep. But I didn't ask for this burden. <laughs> <I've> been, <laughs> it's been done a lot. I get right. it. But and also, I, and though Superman is very similar to that, but he, his plan is gone. Gone. It's gone. It did. And he said, "Fuck my people." He fucking destroyed him. Yep. And he snapped Zaz's neck. that dude's neck. The only way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's Are like, that mad and he killed him? Yeah. Man. He's like, I'm Let's not, go kill him then. You ain't going no Phantom Zone. <laughs> I'm snapping your neck, bro. But also, uh, with Aquaman, I take that back because that monster. Uh, Good movie, though. I do like that. I, I thought so, but that monster mirror. How do you play with boy, a Johnny Depp like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I that shit is crazy, bro. She fucked like in real life. Yeah, like he fucked her up, and then what? I don't think he fucked her up at all, now, bro. She took his line. She weaponized me too, moving, bro. Yeah, <laughs> she weaponized it. Johnny Depp beat me, dude. She, she was the audio tech. That, Johnny, I did not punch you. I had my closed fist, and then I hit you with my closed fist. That, but that's not you ran into it. <laughs> <laughs> then she shit on his bed. Yeah. She shit, she spread her ass cheeks and shit on his bed. Fuck your bed! How, how does she wipe him with his sheets? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how you fuck bad, dude. Then she, she, she cut Bills. off his finger inadvertently because she threw a champagne bottle and just cut off his finger. That's why he looks Love old hurts. now. Love hurts. He, like, he was one of the people in Hollywood who never aged. But when he got married to her, he aged 80 years in two days. Because uh, he's so stressed out because he kept beating him up. My buddy just sent me a thing like, he didn't have any proof to validate it. But he's like, oh, Johnny Depson talks to, to be the Joker. <laughs> he I'm like, no, no, I'm good. No, thanks. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's just stop having Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's stop having Can we have one sure. that's going to be in multiple movies? <laughs> Because you think about it, uh, uh, like I had the Joker like in the background fucking uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, uh, we'll see you guys next time. We out this bitch.